Captain speaking. Do you want to know who my favorite mythological figure is? Icarus. Obvi. There's something about the idea of a young flyer, boldly soaring through the sky, brashly defiant, and subjugating nature to his indomitable will. That by virtue of his ability to fly, it proves his inherent superiority. That he's better than everyone else, including the gods. Those who cannot fly are the impure sediment upon which we deign to briefly rest our inviolable feet, and nothing bad will ever befall us. Anyway, we're expecting to hit a bit of turbulence. It's nothing to worry about. I've got this. Have a nice flight. Welcome to Piloting the Pilots, the podcast where two ambivalent TV viewers watch television pilots and let you know which shows soar to the highest heights of the small screen or crash and burn. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my Jason and the Argonauts, Cameron. Hi, I'm Jason Argonaut. How are you doing today? <laughs> Your middle name, Andy. Andy. Nice. Andy. Antha. Antha. Tough to pronounce. Antha. Nice. I like it. I just want to announce today mm-hmm. is our lovely co-host Aaron's birthday, which means any opinion she has is completely 100% correct. That's right. I am 562 years young. <laughs> yes. So I'm really excited about that. Ever since you murdered Nicholas Flamel, you've been doing great. <laughs> I've been doing great. <laughs> Screw that guy. <laughs> He's the worst. He was useless. All right. So um, how you been this week? been a good week? Uh, sure, yeah. It's been a great week. <laughs> cool, cool. How about your week? Fair to Midland. <laughs> Fair to Midland. Fair to Midland. Nice. But this week, we're knee-deep in fantasy month. That's right. Knee-deep in it. And we should say we've got some cool uh, fairy tales, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, specifically from a cam from Japan, our fave, or one of our faves. <laughs> Uh, we can't play preferences, I can't, I, I can't. but he's my favorite. <laughs> but he did the assignment. Yes. Mm-hmm. So right now, he's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> he did the assignment. Uh, he turned in his homework. He turned in his homework. I don't know what the rest of you guys were doing, but... <laughs> while you guys Not were, turning in their while homework. While you were sleeping on it, Cam from Japan was aced in the course. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he sent in three. One was very cool. It involved... Revenge, a tanuki, which isn't that the thing that Mario turns into when he gets a leaf, a little bear thing, isn't that called? Tanuki? Oh, is that what that is? Anyway, apparently they're really evil. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and that one was really cool. That one was actually called uh, Click Clack Mountain. Mm. I'm not going to go into like the whole story here, okay. but it involves cannibalism. Nice. Your favorite. My favorite. Uh, vengeful rabbits. Okay. And, you know, <laughs> emoliation of people. <laughs> nice. Wait, so how does all this link with vengeful rabbits eating people and then burning them, whatever's left behind? Is that what happens? No, I didn't give it in the greatest order. But <laughs> okay. I, I, you know what? Huh. Read the book. Read the book. It's great. Read the book, Aaron. Read the book. <laughs> Read the book. But the, the other two that he sent, and he, I guess he felt that they were maybe too common because okay. uh, he was kind of like, well, you've probably heard of these. I have not heard of these. <laughs> but thematically, they work really well with the soldier and death. So oh, I'm kind of okay. bring them up a little bit more in detail. One, in fact, was the story Momotero, uh-huh. a.k.a. Peach Boy. Nice. <laughs> I've got to start calling you my Peach Boy. <laughs> Peach Boy? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just kind of distilling w- what is similar to soldier and death. It basically is a little boy who either was born of a peach pit yeah. or his parents who were elderly, ate a peach, got young, did it, and then had a baby, okay. which they named Peach Boy. So they named their kid after the aphrodisiac okay. that allowed them to conceive. Okay. <laughs> okay. So like oyster, oyster baby. <laughs> oyster baby. <laughs> oyster baby. This is our child, Oyster Baby. Gross. (laughs) Gross. Gross. But he goes on a journey much like the soldier, and Mm -hmm. as he goes on his journey, he gives his, like, special treats that his mother gave him to three beings. Peaches, I assume. No, 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 no. They're they're, they're dumplings. 
peach dumplings. He wouldn't eat himself. Peach dumplings. Yes, he would. He's a cannibal. <laughs> no, he, that's the other story. <laughs> and he has a vengeful rabbit named Bobo. <laughs> okay. Bobo Rabbit. <laughs> and, and the Peach Boy Kid. And the Peach Boy Kid. I would read the hell out of that. <laughs> but he goes on a journey, and as he meets, um, he meets a dog, a monkey, and a pheasant. And as he goes, he gives part of his dumplings to these creatures. Okay. Creatures, Peach animals. dumplings. Peach dumplings, <laughs> and they join him on this battle to a castle that has been taken over by Oni. Which uh, are, Onis know, are devils. Yes, which is very yes. soldier in death. Yes, it is. You know, yeah. like he, he gave. So yeah. I, I always think it's interesting when you see the um, like the kind of way stories sort of mm-hmm. are similar on different regions. Right. You know, although Russia and I guess Japan aren't. No, they're kind of neighbors. Neighbors, really, yeah. but. It's kind of cool. And then the other one was... So what happens to the Peach Boy? They win, of course. Oh, do they? Yeah. The monkey and... They beat the those Vengeance only. Rabbit. The Vengeance Rabbit is the other... <laughs> the Tanuki. The Vengeance Rabbit has nothing... Bobo Rabbit has nothing to do with this. Okay. And then the other story he sent us... And I'm giving you very brief... Yeah, because I feel like there's a lot more going on to this Peach Boy story. Well, I want to encourage people to go out and look for these themselves, too. Oh, right. It's Montessori podcasting. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And the other story he sent us was... Man, he did so good. He He gave us three. We asked for one. He gave us three. I know. He's amazing. (laughs) But he gave us one called... Oh, uh, you want to try that one? Oh, you want me to butcher it? Aw, Yerushim Taro. Taro, and Taro means boy. And he mm-hmm. said it was a um, kind of a, a contrivance or whatever of storytelling. He's okay. like, boy, there's right. boy. There's you know? boy. Yeah. and The or, boy. Yeah. yeah. Boy, the. <laughs> and Yerushim Taro, God, that's sorry, Taro. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 yeah. he is like Call a... Him Yuri. He's a kid... <laughs> Who lives in a fishing village with okay. his mother. One day he's walking by the beach. He sees a bunch of kids laughing. He's like, hey, kids, what are you laughing about? I'm curious about this. They found a dead body. <laughs> and they're poking a they're poking a turtle with a stick. And they're being mean to this turtle. Why were they being mean to a turtle? Because they're kids and kids are jackasses. Not my kids. <laughs> that you know of. <laughs> at night. when My they, kids would never poke animals. <laughs> at night our kids join up with the other little kids in the neighborhood. Oh, no, they don't. No, they don't. The other <laughs> kids in our neighborhood are hooligans. <laughs> hooligans. But he t- he goes and saves his turtle. He's, okay. nice. He's like, sorry, turtle. Those kids are dickholes. Yeah. So the turtle swims away. Next day, another turtle comes up to him. It's a cool. big sea turtle woman. and, and she's, A sea turtle woman. A sea turtle woman. Okay. And she says, yo, you're the one who saved that turtle? He's like, yeah, I did. And she's like, yeah, I did. What's it to you? And she's like, that was the princess. I'm the mother. I'm married to a sea dragon. Want to come hang? And he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so she swims him underneath to her, to her little grotto, uh-huh. a palace that has a garden that's so large. I like this. This is imagery that I really do enjoy. It has a garden so large that all four seasons existed at one time. Wow, that's a big garden. That's really cool imagery. Yeah. I like that a lot. So he, he parties with them for a while. Partying with sea turtles, as you do. With the daughter that he saved. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're all cool. And then one day he like, gets a little homesick. And he's like, I want to go home. And so the princess that he saved was like, well, here's a box. But you can never open this box. But I want you to have this box. I'm like, why would you saddle someone yeah. with that? <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, thanks for giving me this useless item now. <laughs> This is useless to me. It's a box I can't use. Nice. But he's like, great, it's pretty, whatever. Thanks a lot. Peace out. He goes back to shore and he finds out that his whole village is like the same but different. He's like mm. growing up a bit. Mm. And he goes in there and he's like, hey, where's my mom? And they're like, who? Who are you? And he's like, I'm Ushimtara or Ushimtara, Taro. And they're like, oh, I don't know who you are. Get away, kid. And this other guy's like, Oh, wait, I do know you. You're from, like, there's a story 100 years ago about a kid like you who disappeared into the water. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so upset. I should open this box. Okay. (laughs) Maybe it's a music box. Maybe it's something that will cheer me up. All right. (laughs) So he opens the box, and he immediately grows old. Mm. So the box was keeping him young, which felt, again, a little soldier in death about, like, capturing, uh, like, an immortality in a a container. Right. So, okay, if you had your immortality in a container, would you ever open it? Well, see, the thing is, nobody told him that's what was in the box. You know, if you would tell the, a lot of these stories, yeah, 
would be so much easier for people if people just communicated. Oh, that's very much like the show we watched today, Atlanta. Yes. Where there is like periods yes. where he's like, who am I? And they're like, sorry, all out of batteries. Can't tell you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they, they go for 10 minutes, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then like a direct question is like, oh, uh, I can't answer that one. I'm done for the day. <laughs> Oracle's run out of powers. <laughs> later <laughs> please stick in another uh, quarter in your zoltar machine <laughs> oh you only have five tickets that's a six ticket answer <laughs> well, sorry well. this is how we create drama <laughs> yeah like as i said our show today is called atlantis mm-hmm. oh it's another one that has a huge episode synopsis well db's getting his money <laughs> i'm db cooper come in here hey guys how's it going Happy birthday, Aaron. Ah, thanks. Don't talk to me. Read the synopsis. Ew, don't touch me either. It's creepy. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Far from home. (laughs) Why are you laughing? (laughs) Now you're just giving DB a whole new level of personality. (laughs) I'm not into it. (laughs) See, DB Cooper, his father died when he was a kid. No, no, I'm not doing this, Miss Piggy. (laughs) Just read the synopsis. Every day. That's everything that's going on. Okay. He's a deep character. (laughs) Jason washes up on the shores of the ancient and mysterious city of Atlantis. (laughs) Wow. Now that is a synopsis. Yeah. Cooper. Coop. (laughs) Give us the episode one synopsis. You still doing okay over there? (laughs) Yes, I'm doing fine. (laughs) Do your damn job. Stop being weird. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Stop being weird. You're weirding me out. (laughs) Episode 1. The Earth Bowl. Whilst (laughs) dripping. Whilst? That word. Who uses whilst? I know. We've said that before. That's only a word you use when you're, like, joking around. I know. Whilst? But ever since we've said that, I think it was in, actually, Magnum She Wrote that we brought that up. I've seen it everywhere. (laughs) Like, I'm like, is it more common than I think? Maybe. I always feel it's just, like, really pretentious, but anyway. Whilst. <laughs> Coop likes it. Whilst. He He's a weirdo. <laughs> you know something? <laughs> I don't care if it's your birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. I, I have, like, a novel to read. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Whilst deep. <laughs> it's two, two words. It's just two words. <laughs> Whilst deep sea diving in search of his father, fear drowned. Young Jason travels... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've got to pause there. Okay. Is the father fear drowned or is Jason fear drowned? The father is fear drowned. Yes, I'm well aware that the father is fear drowned, but according to the synopsis, it really sounded like Jason is fear drowned. You know, these IMDb... (laughs) These IMDb synopsis writers, they do their best. I'll let you go. Continue. Thank you. (laughs) Young Jason travels through a white line and ends up in the ancient city of Atlantis. Pursued by soldiers, he is rescued by budding mathematician Pythagoras, who shares a house with a former hero, Hercules, now an overweight drunk. A fact they bring up many times. Oh, they like, this is, yeah, this, this is, is only 10 years ago, oh, not even, I don't think. Wow, it, it, and they it, are all about fat jokes. Fat shaming like crazy. Like big time. Pythagoras, settle in. <laughs> Pythagoras is selected by a lottery as one of seven young people to be sacrificed to the monster, the Minotaur. Which I always call it the Minotaur. But it should be the Minotaur, but, but everybody calls it Minotaur, so Minotaur. Because it is correctly pronounced Minotaur. I, I believe it is, because it's Minotaur. Yeah. Yeah. In the labyrinthian <laughs> caves outside the city, to ensure Atlantis' future safety, Jason opts to take his place, <laughs> but is joined by Pythagoras and Hercules after an unsuccessful attempt to rescue him. Wow, this is really given the whole show. Yeah. Fortunately... Ariadne, whom I've not mentioned, the king's daughter, (laughs) has given Jason a thread so that, after killing the Minotaur, he and his friends find their way out of the caves. Mm -hmm. Jason is declared a hero. Nice. However, the oracle, who has told Jason that he was born in Atlantis and taken away by his father when small, foretells that his return is fortuitous Mm. in order to save the city. But he will be faced with even more enemies in the future. Thanks, DB. Now, Happy birthday. Yeah, get out of here. Get lost. Footsteps, footsteps, footsteps. Nice. All right, continue. Okay. All right. So, 
Whew, I feel like we have been talking for a long time and gotten nowhere. Oh, we've gotten nowhere. Okay, so the show is starring Mark Addy. Yes! As Hercules. Mm-hmm. He, You know him from A Knight's Tale. For sure, love from it. From Flintstone's Viva Rock Vegas. Nice. And from James of Thrones. I don't know James of Thrones. <laughs> He's uh, the Baratheon guy he, in, in the... Oh, Game of Thrones. Yes. I thought it was like a spinoff of it. Yeah, no, James of like, Thrones. Like one of those satirical kind of right. dumb comedies. Hi, I'm James of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just being silly with the name of the title. Oh, the okay, show. gotcha, gotcha. Well, I thought it was a satire. Then we have Jack Donnelly, who plays Jason. Mm-hmm. You may know him, question mark, <laughs> from House of Anubis. Nice. And... A Royal Winter. These yeah. people really like their uh, Christmas yes. stuff. Yeah, A Royal Winter. I don't I don't know if I know that one. I don't know that I know that one either. Yeah, and I know, like, almost every Christmas romance. Was it me, or did Jason appear as though he were a child actor that we have forgotten? Yes. As if, like, he just had the appearance of a child actor who's grown up and now is trying to, like, right. do something else now. Yeah. Like, he had, like, a haunted... Look in his eyes. <laughs> he's, he's haunted. <laughs> the ghosts of his past. <laughs> we had Robert Ems as Pythagoras. He is in His Dark Materials, which mm. we'll have to do on the show at some point. Okay. And Chernobyl. Okay. Which is a very popular thing right mm-hmm. now. Then we had Aisha Hart as Ariadne. Mm-hmm. She was in A Discovery of Witches Ooh. and New Blood. Okay. And finally, my favorite, the person who I was trying to make as the new storyteller in last crazy? week's episode. That worked out that, that way? was crazy. That worked out that way. The ever amazing Sarah Parrish. As, oh, they don't say her name in the show. Yeah. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Pacife? 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 Pacife. 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 But she is obviously in Mistresses. Yes, Mistresses. And in the show Broadchurch. And if you haven't noticed, this is absolutely a BBC television show. Absolutely. Jam. <laughs> 100%. Mm-hmm. Was released November 23rd, 2013. Really? It's that old? Yeah, yeah. How come I haven't heard about it until now? Because it probably wasn't a hit. Mm, I wonder why. <laughs> but the number one song, in America anyway, mm-hmm. was Royals by Lord. Nice. And the number one movie was The Hunger Games, Catching Fire. Wow. God, time has passed. Yeah, right? Yeah. Seems like just yesterday. Yeah. Like Jake was only a year old. Mm-hmm. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Man, that is messed up. Well. You know, he's almost eight this year. He's going to be eight this year. That's crazy. Whew. Anyway. Wow, he's getting so old. We okay. Get, we need to get one of those boxes that freezes time. The best way to determine time passing is watching kids grow. Oh, yeah. You don't know. If you don't, <laughs> you don't have even kids, notice time you don't passing. Even until you have a kid and you see them get older and older. Yeah, and then you're like, oh my, oh, my God, God, I've wasted my life. What am I doing? <laughs> my life is garbage. <laughs> my life is garbage. <laughs> Not that raising a kid means you've wasted your life, but suddenly you just have no time for anything else. And it's like, where did it go? Yep. yep. I don't even know. No, what am I even doing? It's just like I've said, it's like a. A sand, an hourglass. Yeah. And someone has just, as soon as you have kids, they flip it over. Yeah, and you can and finally just watch time just going right on by. Right on just by. whizzing right by. <laughs> and then, it's not even slowing down to give you a slow-mo shot of a double take. No, It's just no, no. flying no, by. No, no, no. Yeah. So what were your predictions going into Atlantis? You didn't come up I... with any. You know what? <laughs> I have two weeks worth of outlines for it's... these shows already done. It is my birthday. <laughs> so my prediction was, this is a Go gonna... Yourself. <laughs> My prediction was <laughs> this is going to be a similar to like a Halmy production and a Merlin production, mm-hmm. only dealing with Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Are you reading with my notes? No. Okay. And I'm actually really hoping that it follows along with a lot of Greek mythologies. Okay. But yeah, that was my prediction. Good prediction after you've watched the show. Amazing. <laughs> That was what I was thinking of before I watched it. Thank you very much. Truly an oracle. (laughs) You know what? I got a special finger for you. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) JK, she just stuck it up my butt. (laughs) 
Anyway, uh, my predictions uh-huh. was I was hoping this will scratch a kind of Sam Raimi Xena Warrior Princess slash Legend of the Seeker itch. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm feeling that. Feeling People that. should watch Legend of the Seeker. It only lasted two seasons, so mm. it's worth it. Mm. And you get to see mm-hmm. Dance Foo. <laughs> Richard Cipher is like fighting style was like. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> just like a total dancer. And he smelled like chai tea. Yep, he yeah. sure did. Yeah, he sure did. He sure did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In our minds. In our minds, <laughs> that dude smells like chai tea. <laughs> uh, I figured it would be kind of cheesy, but fun fantasy, a fun fantasy series full of terrible effects and heavy-handed moralism. Oh, you nailed it. Pretty good. Yeah. Not bad, right? It's nice. Uh-huh. I wrote that two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway... Do you want to have some Greek facts? Facts! All right. Here we go. Well, it's not really Greek facts. It's just kind of everything fact. It's Greek and mythology, and you hurt yourself. Oh, my God. No, it's my it's my arthritis. <laughs> Getting so old. Well, you're five, 564. 562. Two, sorry. 562. You don't look a day over 492. I know. Tell me about it. I've had arthritis, guys, since I was 21 because I fractured my knuckles 17 times in mm-hmm. one place. Sometimes it, it hurts really badly. Especially when you yell out. Especially when I yell out, facts! <laughs> no, it doesn't, but it's just, it's giving me a hard time right now. All right. Um, the, my first one was on actually Atlantis. And I wanted to talk a little bit about Edgar Casey, hmm. who is a modern ish day prophet. Sure. Have what, you is it, of... what does that mean, modern ish? Well, I mean, he's 20th century prophet. So, uh, but he's dead now. Like, right. it was a while ago. But okay, it's not like John of Patmos or something like that. It's like thousands of years ago. It was like oh, within okay. the last 100 years he okay. was existing. Right. He's often compared to Nostradamus, okay. except for he's known to be far more accurate than Nostradamus. Okay. Like he gets them right. Boom, boom, boom. And he had a lot. And there will be born a woman of magnificent beauty. Her name will be Erin. <laughs> well, you were born... Five centuries ago. Oh, right, ago. right. I was born, see, time has no meaning. No meaning. When you're this old. <laughs> no meaning. It just all blurs together. It does. He had a lot to say about Atlantis, though. Okay. And he wrote an entire book about how it would, quote unquote, rise again. Okay. He said that Atlantis was a technologically superior society that existed 10,000 plus years ago. Sweet. 10,005 exact <laughs> and predicted that in 1968 it would rise again how'd that work out i don't think it did you don't think so no you don't think so so he's not being more accurate than nostradamus doesn't mean you're, you're right <laughs> you just, <laughs> um well you're right while a large continent did not in fact emerge from the atlantic ocean yes that was the year that the scientists discovered the bimini road mm-hmm. which is an underwater rock formation in the bahamas that appear to be man-made, yeah, although this is highly disputed. Yeah, this okay, here's the thing about fortunes getting told. You can say, and there will be a white dove. And guess what? Somebody will see a white dove somewhere. Right. It doesn't even matter. You it don't just, even have to be right about these things. Link, Somebody will always link a fortune to whatever they want to believe. Well, you do have to go with the Nostradamus. You have to do it in like kind of a poem, like a haiku or a quatrain. <laughs> As he did. So and, it, and make it separates vague. it by interpretation. Yeah, yeah. you got you to gotta say something, but it's got to be vague enough yeah. that it can be interpreted. Mm-hmm. And if it's not quite right, you can be like, well, that was his poetic license. Yeah, whatever. You know. Fortunes here. Get your fortunes. <laughs> Zoltar. <laughs> All right. He said that the Atlanteans were masters of the quantum world and used crystals for communication and healing. Mm-hmm. So kind of new agey. Kind of new agey. Unless those crystals are alien in nature. Right. Ah, what was that sci-fi show or movie? I don't remember which <laughs> it was, what media it was in. Mm-hmm. But it was these aliens who actually talked via crystals. I don't know. I don't remember it... what that was. Maybe it has something to do with it. Was those. it a cartoon? Was, was it, it Atlantis the Lost Empire? <laughs> no. No, it wasn't the Disney movie. So underrated. So underrated. <laughs> they didn't do one song and everyone was like, no, nah, this is garbage. It's, it's good. <laughs> they have to have a song singing about being king or something. <laughs> yeah, right. They also were said to have possessed silicon chips that rival modern computers, but he lived in like the 40s, 50s, so that's not saying much. Yeah. <laughs> there were also a bunch of carries and possessed telekinesis. Telepathy. What are carries? <laughs> the Stephen King 
Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and they possess telekinesis, telepathy, and, astro- and were capable of astral projection. Well, I am capable of astral projection. Yeah. So yeah. do you think, Edward C- Casey, how accurate do you think his uh, <laughs> predictions are so far? I think he's about 0% accurate right now. You know what he did predict? Uh. Making money in the bank. But actually, he actually didn't charge people for his fortunes. So that's a little weird. No, it's not. But he, he just, was selling he books tried, from Atlanta, so exactly. He's he was just trying to make himself not look like a quack. Right. So you tell people fortunes for free, but you write your Atlantis books for the yeah. money. Yeah, yeah, for the money. Yeah. yeah. In his final days, Atlantis was beset by warring factions, mm-hmm. according to him. The Children of the Law of One, which is a very long name for a group. Wow. And they were kind of like hippies. Why didn't they just go with like the Black Hand or something? Well, that's kind of, everyone calls themselves the Black Hand. Yeah, but everybody can remember it. Every, the children like, of the law of one. Every, like, How do you go into battle screaming that? <laughs> the children of the law of one. Well, they were hippies. They didn't go to battle. Well, I thought you said they were warring factions. You can war with that. War with words and ideals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. And then they were, they were fighting, fighting, warring with okay. the sons of Bilal. Who wanted to exploit the earth for material gain. Okay. The Sons of Bala also had a slave race of sub-beings okay. that the children of the law of one wanted to elevate to like normal, like not be sub-beings, to be regular right. beings and make them to free. To be equal, yeah. Yeah, to be equal. They wanted okay. equality. Uh-huh. And this created a rift that would bring about its final destruction, which Casey attributed to the biblical fl- flood found in the Torah or the Old Testament. So... Because they wanted to get rid of slavery, they were destroyed? No. Well, <laughs> well yeah, see, that's kind of like, yeah. why do they get suffered? Like, no, no, the sons of Bilal wanted to mine the earth and take away its resources and make it smoggy and gross. Okay. And the children of the law of one <laughs> wanted to, like, grow asparagus. Oh, this is so dumb. <laughs> but I guess they're... Their rift was mm-hmm. so much that God was like, screw it. You guys are going underwater. And we're you guys, you all. And we're not going to, I'm not going to let you come back up because this is so. Yeah, but he keeps them alive underwater. That doesn't really seem. I didn't say he, they were alive underwater. Well, if it's supposed to rise again. Well, maybe just the land mass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, Okay. Now, since he's a main character... You're not supposed to take it so literal. It's like the symbolic <laughs> see, city of Atlantis. See? You gotta be a little bit uh-huh, poetic with uh-huh. it. <laughs> sure. Since Pythagoras was a main character on this... Yes. I got a whole bunch of Pythagoras facts. Nice. Pythagoras, mm-hmm. who is the man behind the Pythagorean theorem, mm-hmm. which is A squared plus B squared equals C squared. <laughs> exactly. He was the leader of a cult. Nice! He was a crazy cult leader. Mm-hmm. Their cult specifically believed they loved math. Nothing wrong with that. And the transmigrations of the souls into animals. Nothing wrong with that. That's like what, reincarnation? Through sex. Just kidding. No. Okay. That... <laughs> no, no. Yeah, they, they believed in kind of like reincarnation. And uh, moving nothing in. wrong with that. Yeah, that's not so bad. Yeah. Because they revered animals so mm-hmm. much. They are also one of, if not the oldest, recorded group of vegetarians in history. Cool. The only food that they were not allowed to eat, the only like vegetable type mm-hmm. of legume, was beans. Okay. Because Pythagoras believed that you lost a part of your soul. Every time you ev- farted? Every time you farted. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Other than that, that whole doesn't sound bad. <laughs> to be fair, he also felt the same way about ejaculation. Ooh. But he didn't say, like, you can never, like, ejaculate. Okay. But he said if you do have to, you should do it in the wintertime. That kind of keeps some of the soul back. <laughs> so no sex during the summer months. Gotcha, gotcha. Just okay, okay. Well, his cult's starting to get weird now. <laughs> okay. I was like, math-loving vegetarians? You know, I'm fine with this, but no sex. Oh, and just to clarify, he didn't want you to eat animals, but he had zero problems with sacrificing animals. Yeah, you have to sacrifice animals to your gods. Yeah. yeah. He just felt that eating them polluted your body. Sure. Because okay. you're taking in flesh. Yeah, cannibalism. 
And the last time I had a fillet, it really felt like I was eating flesh. Yeah, yeah, that happened. Like yeah. it was disturbing to me. It yeah, felt like I was just eating meat, and I know it's meat. Yeah, we're not like vegetarians, you know? but we don't really. Eat. I don't really feel that way when I eat chicken or ground turkey, right? Or fish. I don't feel like I'm eating flesh. Yeah. But for some odd reason, this fillet mignon made me feel like I was eating flesh. So I was like, yeah, I'm really eating was, an animal. Yeah, here. it was really disturbing to yeah. me. Yeah. So. <laughs> Like, almost like, this is what a human would feel like. It's just the mouth feel. Kind of like a Wendigo. Go F yourself. (laughs) How dare you bring them up? (laughs) And you remembered. Congratulations. (laughs) They exist. They do exist. They exist, and they will call your name in a voice that you recognize. Yeah, so that's don't. why you never go no, respond why, to our kids. No, that's why if anybody calls my name, I do not go to like, them. Like, nope. Nope. The cult of Pythagoras, their core belief is that the only thing anything has in common is that it can be numerable. Like, you can count everything. Well, yeah. But there are no things that are exactly alike. So you can have two cats, mm-hmm. but and it can be two black cats, but they're not exactly the no, same. No, of course so not. Their personalities count. are completely different. So everything is just one and one and one and one. Right. So they can both be counted, but they can't be counted as one thing. So according to Pythagoras, then, how many things are there? Infinite, right? Infinite, I guess. Got to be infinite. Infinite. They believe 10 was divine. The number 10 was divine, and they prayed to it. Okay. And sang hymns to it. 10. <laughs> 10. That's what, that's what Schoolhouse Rock is. is yeah. It's the cult of Pythagoras. <laughs> And that's a magic number. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the philosophy, they were kind of believed in a binary balance. Okay. So everything was either odd or even. Sure. So odd numbers, even numbers. As it is. Light or dark, male, female. Okay. And he also believed uh, that he himself was a god uh-huh. and he had a divine golden thigh. So his thighs his were thigh... beautiful? Just one thigh was beautiful. Golden. One thigh was gold. How metallic? Now, and how gold. did he prove that? Well, glad you asked. Yes. So if he came up to someone who was like, "Yo, I'm Pythagoras, the god," you know, and they were like, "Bull crap," mm-hmm. he lift, hike up his robes, oh, god. and show them his golden thigh. Uh, how was it gold? In un- unexplained. Unexplained. <laughs> was it painted gold or did he chop off a part of his leg and it's a put mystery. his thigh in there? It's a, it's a mystery that you're going to have to figure out by the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> also, one of his followers, a man named Hippasus, mm-hmm. is said to have discovered the existence of irrational numbers. Ah. For which crime Pythagoras drowned him. Oh my God. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he took him out into a boat. Yeah. And, and it was like, so Fredo, here's yeah. how this is going down. <laughs> There's no such thing as an irrational number, Hippasus. <laughs> it's ten or bust. <laughs> Our dear Lord Ten <laughs> is, is very most pissed. displeased. It's not 10.150 infinity. <laughs> but anyway. So he, irrational. So whether he actually murdered Hippasus is kind of up for debate. Okay. However... His acolytes liked using that parable when they would spread his good word to people. That he murders followers who don't yes. believe him? Yes. Yeah, I'm not following that dude. So so they had no problem spreading the rumor whether it was true or not. <laughs> because you can't have five-fourths. It's bullcrap. <laughs> it is a dumb number. It is a dumb number. Hippasus deserved to die. I don't care. I'll say it right now. I'm on the record. Irrational. It's four fourths, bitch. <laughs> I, I remember back in college, I heard that Lewis Carroll, uh-huh. who was a mathematician, yeah, the whole thinking behind um, Alice in Wonderland, Alice in Wonderland mm-hmm. was a rebellion against irrational. Yes, it numbers. was. They were like, with all these irrational numbers, everything caterpillars could grow to huge sizes. <laughs> everything. So apparently, irrational. You could be shrunk or grow like giants. It doesn't matter. Irrational numbers is like a big. Sticking point. Apparently, apparently. for mathematicians, they're like, you either believe in irrational numbers or you're right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they're all like nerds with their abacus. (laughs) Abacai. So, anyway, Uh, let's talk about Atlantis. Oh, right. Let's talk about this dumb show. Well, I do want to say one thing that you said in your quote unquote prediction. It was an effing (laughs) prediction. (laughs) It was very much like 
The BBC <laughs> show Merlin. I loved the BBC show Merlin. I love the BBC show Merlin as well mm-hmm. with their their sweater armor. Oh, I love the <laughs> sweater, sweater armor and their sweater mail. Love <laughs> the it. The warm woolen. <laughs> Loved it. Refused to watch the last few episodes because I didn't want to see Arthur yeah. die. <laughs> we actually own the last season and we've never I, watched no. it. <laughs> because we're like, can't watch I it. I refuse. I refuse. But yeah, it, it, right off the bat, go watch Merlin. Yeah. But they, and Atlantis is very much like in that spirit. When, yes. In the spirit Very is, much a set. It's very setty. Yeah. It's very... I don't want to say tween. It appeals to everyone, but there is a more of if a If you're kid. watching it, you don't have to worry if your kids come in. They're not going to see anything weird. Yo, we almost saw Jason Argonaut's D, though, <laughs> a couple He times. was wearing a towel, and he has those pretty sex lines. Why aren't you going to show that off? <laughs> like, Just saying. It was loving, though. They were, like, showing the, the beads of sweat. <laughs> Going down those sex lines. <laughs> Skiing down, slaloming down the sex lines. <laughs> it wasn't like that. It was not like but, that. But you're right. It's, it's yeah. totally safe for kids. Yeah. No bad Or language. if, you know, your mom comes in, it's totally yeah. fine. And it's kind of done with a more modern sensibility mm-hmm. so that people speak with a more colloquial, like a modern colloquial vernacular. Yes. Isms. So, Isms is is the type of thing that would oh wow this is not modern but like if they were like to be like not or something yeah. like you wouldn't be out of place they would be like it's so on fleek yeah <laughs> yeah they might call something on fleek right but they're all British too so they're all super toity about it yeah and you and you're right it also feels like a Halmy movie yes oh it feels like the original Jason and the Argonauts yes with a uh, with uh, Jeremy London yeah. <laughs> That was great. Yeah. Yeah. But this is better. I like his Jason better than Jeremy Lynch. Oh, I agree. I agree. I like this new Jason better. So just to kind of set the stage, though, which our, you know, chapters-long synopsis failed to mention, though, Mm -hmm. is this actually starts in the modern day. Modern day, yeah. So he is a kid, or kid, young adult. He's like 24, maybe. Yeah, a young adult. His father apparently drowned. His sub mm-hmm. crashed under the water. Yes. And he wants to go down and find the wreckage, I guess. Yeah, to like closure. Closure, yeah. maybe recover the body, I suppose, yeah. if you can. And he gets caught into a light vortex. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which and takes it sucks him, to him into Atlantis, Atlantis in the past. That's Okay, that was a question I had. Because like, I was like, how do they have all of the myths then? And like Pythagoras is a real Are they, person. Yeah, because like, and how did Pythagoras's like triangles get to our world thousands of years ago? Yeah, but Hercules is also there. Yeah, and everyone so speaks I'm, English. Yes, so I am very confused <laughs> at how this all happened. <laughs> well, and it gets even more confusing uh-huh. because yeah, so it's a weird time for it has to be a time thing. It's a weird, time yeah. travel thing. And I think the time. And why is he to- naked when he arrives there? I don't know. Okay, because his clothes are completely gone. His clothes arrived. are all gone. We were like, is he even wearing underwear? And, and I was like, like well, right. it's the BBC show. We're going to see butt. We're gonna see but we butt. didn't. We didn't see butt. They restrained themselves. They restrained themselves. Good I was like, them. oh, no butt. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. This is children. Okay, but sure. But it's even weirder because I found this out with trivia. Okay. It is never mentioned again that he's from the future in the show. <laughs> oh my god so, so he's like this is my lot in life I'm stuck here in Atlantis think, being a hero okay I fine I think they say in one more episode the oracle may say like refer to it obliquely wow so what would, then was the point well yeah exactly what, why not just start the show yeah in the past and he's just Jason doing his thing like like Merlin like yeah. they still had the modernisms yeah. of the character they could have just done the same thing like it's like almost like in order to, like, get away with some of the modernisms, they uh, wanted to bring a modern... But then they never... If you never bring it up again, yeah, then, then it's it like, who cares? Matter. Like, why even bother? That's kind of confusing. Yeah, today. this is this is very confusing. Yeah. yeah. So... The timing on this is confusing. Yeah. Because uh, how would he know about the Pythagoras Triangle if Pythagoras is stuck in Atlantis? Yeah. And he hasn't discovered his triangles yet. Yeah. Because in the show, the dude is like, oh, I love triangles, oh, triangles so, much. so much. I get boners thinking about them, but I can't ejaculate on them, obviously. <laughs> because it's part of my soul. <laughs> because it's part of my soul. <laughs> but what was sad, though, okay, so at one point in the, the show, well, as our synopsis, as D.B. Cooper told us, is... Everyone in Atlantis. Well, basically, this is like, oh, was it? Where was the Minotaur? Was it Crete? I feel like it was Crete. I feel like it was Crete. Mm -hmm. But the Minotaur is in Atlantis, not Crete. Right. 
And Everything is happening in Atlantis. Hercules is in Atlantis. Everybody, the whole Pythagoras world, is in Atlantis. The, whole, the Oracle is in Atlantis. Yeah. Um, let's see here. What else is in Atlantis? Probably new gods are in Atlantis. We know Poseidon's there. Uh, Medusa, according to we the know, coming up on. Yeah, we know uh, King, what is his name? Medi? Medus? Uh, Minos? Was it Minos? Yeah, because the Minotaur is named after him. Well, then, yeah. Why is he sacrificing his people when it's clearly him being punished? Okay, so here's a pro- Okay, here's the problem I had with the show. This did not make sense to me. This did not make sense okay. at all to me. Okay. So we're told that Atlantis has a system mm-hmm. where all 20,000 people, and plus one, because Jason's 20,001. One people. Mm-hmm. Every year they have to... Sacrifice seven, seven people. Seven people. And they do this by a lottery of... Black stones. Black stones. There's seven black stones in like a bucket full of white you, stones. You pick it out of a hat. And if you get a black stone, you get the black stone. You get to die. So Pythagoras is actually the one who picks the black stone. But yes. Jason, Jason Argonaut... Yeah, Jason Anthony Argonaut. <laughs> and Jason who like... <laughs> When Pythagoras introduces himself, he's like, hi, I'm Pythagoras. And he's like, no way, man. And <laughs> you like, made math. <laughs> he made math. And I'm like, maybe it's a common name. Maybe it's like, oh, no, no, you're thinking of Bill Pythagoras. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm Jimmy Pythagoras. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Pythagoras. <laughs> but no, no, it's no, not a common no, he's name. Like, no. And then he's like, this is Hercules. And he's like, oh, my God. No, no. Why no, are you using no, the Roman think- name? Yeah. Not the Greek name. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, show. <laughs> okay. So they take this. A whole bunch of hijinks ensue. That mm-hmm. e- Even though Pythagoras was going to go, Jason was going to take his place. Hercules and Pythagoras try to save him. And then they end up having to go into the, the thing. Yeah. They end up killing the Minotaur. Or, yes. or Jason specifically. Jason it's a specifically, joke at the end. yeah. And they come out, and everyone's like, yay, the curse has been lifted. Yeah, it's like, well, why not send tons of people in there to kill him in the first place? Exactly. Why not just send everyone in there? Like, I thought you had to sacrifice these people to appease the god. Yeah. But then apparently your sacrifices can also murder the thing. Like, wouldn't they be like, oh, shit. Wouldn't it be, be more pissed. like, yeah, wouldn't it be more like the Hunger Games if you're in, uh, what was it, section one or something, where, like, you want to be the tribute, so you train all your life? Right, yes. You would think that what they would start doing is sending in their best warriors to kill it. Not so their they mathematicians. Yeah, not their, like, dumbo peasants who can <laughs> barely cook. Yeah. You know, yeah. but capable warriors. Yeah. In order to try to kill the Minotaur to end the curse. So it doesn't really make sense because because if only seven curse... people, if only seven people are allowed to let's say cross the threshold, right? Maybe that's like a part of the curse or whatever. Right, right, right. So you can't send in a whole army. Whatever. To kill it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to send in your best warriors to kill that sucker. Why make it random? So you don't have to keep sacrificing people. Who says it has to be random? Apparently, exactly. Apparently, your goal is to kill it. Yes. Not to feed it. Exactly. But, but, but they keep feeding it. They feed it because they're saying it's a sacrifice. Yeah. But then they're happy when it's dead. And yeah. I, I can't. I was very confused. That by just this. made no. They just like every. Very like, confused. They just pivoted. Yeah. Every time they needed to like, like oh, now you're a hero. It's exactly. Like, and I was like, oh no, the gods are pissed at you now. Yeah, the gods should be pissed. <laughs> like, that was my yearly sacrifice. Exactly. He like apparently whatever god they're sacrificing it to. I think it was Poseidon. Yeah, it was Poseidon. Apparently, he really likes watching people get it. Yeah, Poseidon? Mm-hmm. Because apparently the Minotaur eats them. What Cows don't eat people. Cows don't, don't eat that. people. That'd be weird. Yeah. Like, that's So horrific. why is he eating people? Can you imagine people? a cow with, like, a sharp fang? And apparently this cow only eats people once a year. How does he survive? What does he eat the rest of the year? Because there's nothing else in that labyrinth of his. No. No. I'm just very confused. He just picks his teeth on rotten, but but there's no way. This story doesn't hold water. It doesn't hold water. Doesn't hold water. Doesn't hold water. (laughs) This bug has got a hole in it. It don't work no more. Uh, One of my favorite parts of the show was when Jason does. uh, This is this is one of my personal fun parts. (laughs) Jason is like, no, I'm going to sacrifice myself for Pythagoras, and then as a joke, Mm -hmm. I wrote. (laughs) <laughs> I must die for you, Pythagoras. So, you're, so you can make the math. So you can make the math and bore children for millennia to come. And literally, that's a that line that comes up. That was the next line. <laughs> yeah. It comes up in the next scene. He's like, no, you can't do this for me. He's like, no, you got to bore children. I'm like, oh, my God, I should write this show. <laughs> nice. So that was really fun. Uh, How do you feel about Sarah Parrish? I love her. She doesn't have a whole lot to do. But no, when she but does, when she does do something, it is intense. She is in like a whole 
another level from everyone else on oh, the show. most definitely. She is completely underrated with yeah. her abilities. You, completely. Like, I'm not even putting her on Casper Van Dien level. Sarah Parrish is beyond everyone, and she just does not get the recognition she deserves. We should all go out and find all her stuff and just start watching yeah, it. Yeah, because it's amazing. She should be a household name. She should be. And she probably is in England. Yeah, really. maybe. <laughs> we don't know. We don't live there. So what else did you like about the show, though? Was there... Other than Sarah Parrish? Yes. Um, take Sarah Parrish out. Tell take me... Sarah Parrish out. I ain't watching no more. <laughs> give me give me some some good things that you got out of it. Good things I got out of it. Um, do I have notes? You have Sarah Parrish. <laughs> oh, my God. Your notes literally are the name of the episode that it was on Hulu. And Sarah Parrish with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight exclamation points underlined. Underlined. Okay. Sarah Parrish. Okay. You are really putting a lot of effort into it. Are you straining yourself? I am this? straining myself for this. You okay? No. I'm not okay. Not okay. Okay. What didn't you like about the show? Did you? Not- you know what? I did actually like the show. I thought it was fun. I would it was it. it was one of those dumb fun Merlin shows, and I like those. I don't have to worry about like anybody coming in watching what I'm yeah. doing, you know? Yeah. Because like sometimes with some of these fantasy shows, somebody will walk in and you're like, uh, I don't know why there's twenty pairs of boobs on the screen right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Or why are the yeah. brother and sister having sex? Exactly. And then throwing a child out a window. <laughs> exactly. Like with this, you don't have to explain what's happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's not to say this is anywhere even trying to compete no, with Game of No, no, it's not. It's definitely in its own thing. And I think it was probably, I would have to look at when Merlin went off the air, but it really does feel like it's trying to fill that niche. Yeah. Like something that's good for the whole family, that has kind of positive moral. Well, we'll see if they get the Medusa story right, which I I know they won't because nobody ever gets the Medusa story right. My prediction is Mm. this is a British show in the 21st century. Medusa is going to be treated sympathetically. She better be. Because she so. was a rape victim. Yeah, exactly. And she got punished for and it. And she got punished for it by a jealous woman. Yeah. Like, this is BS. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that she got raped. Did she get raped? Yeah, I thought she yeah. just had sex in Aphrodite's temple. No, no. That's one That's one of the... Excuses? Uh, yeah, excuses stories. But no, she was raped by okay. Zeus. Was it Zeus? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, that really pissed off Hera. Oh, uh, okay. Well. And so Hera, like, cursed her because she couldn't curse Zeus. Okay, yeah. So she curses the rape victim to be alone forever, un, you know, unloved, right, right, whatever, and that eventually turns Medusa into a monster because anybody she even looks at, you know, turns to stone. Turns to stone. Well, yeah. let's see. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, and so then, you know, Jason kills her. Well, actually, Perseus kills well, her. Well, Perseus kills her, whatever. Perseus. Perseus. That's how you properly pronounce his name. Oh, gosh. Oh, but you did feel like this show was very much a video game. Oh, it did. I was like, times. oh, this feels like a video game. This would be great fun. And then you're like, oh, they've already made it. It's Assassin's Creed. Oh, it's Creed. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and it's clear that Jason has some superhuman abilities. Clear, Although, he does a weird flippy-doo. He does a flip through, like, there's like a stick or something hanging out of a wall. Yeah. And somehow he flips and then kind of goes to the he side. Tur- he makes a 90-degree turn to in land. In midair. Yeah. <laughs> so he kind of flew. And they're like, how did you do that? And he's like, I, I don't know. know. <laughs> And then he's holding a sword up against this guard, and the guard just knocks the sword out of his hand. That was so clearly he has no idea of his powers. Yeah. It, yeah. I do actually kind of want to know who his dad is. I'm assuming it's got to be... I think it's Poseidon who had sex with the Oracle. Right. I'm, I'm pretty certain his mother's the Oracle. Oh, I'm like 90% I'm like sure. I'm 99.9% sure. <laughs> The one who's, like, specifically, like, not telling him the yeah. truth. Yeah. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And the one that he keeps trying to, like, ask direct questions to. Yeah, he's he like, who's just... my mom? I am so uh, tired right uh, now. I can't even. Oh, yeah, the spirits, geez. they've all left me. I'm <laughs> done for today. I can't even. I love you, my son. I love you, my son. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I kind of feel the same way as you. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have any criticisms about the show. Okay. I can see why some people might not be into it. Yeah, it's not really something that you're into. Like, you either... You're not really a big fan of it. Yeah, and I you know? prefer Merlin to this. Oh, I love Merlin so much. But I think it's one of those... I think it's a classic British show mm-hmm. that British shows are like... 
A light confection. <laughs> okay. Like a light, airy, sweet confection. Okay. That you stick in your mouth and you're like, mmm, that's delicious. I need but, some tea. But then there's like <laughs> weird notes of like pathos or spice, <laughs> like a spice. Right. So it comes in the surprise. So I think it's like one of those things where it's like you're going to watch it and you're going to be like, oh, this is a really light and fun show. Yeah. And then one day they're going to make a show that's like devastates you. Yes. You yes, know, like, they do like, that oh. a lot. That's why I love BBC shows. Yeah, like yeah. they do it with Doctor Who. Yeah. They do it with Merlin. Mm-hmm. Like like every so often they're like, oh, and just because we can, we're going to really like. Yeah, we're going to really make you feel terrible right we're now. We're going to give you the feels right now. Yeah. So I think that's where it's going. I like it. I would, I mean, want to green light it or red light it, would you? I'm green lighting it. I green light it for me, although with the caveat that if you're really into like dark fantasy don't watch this it's not gonna don't like if you prefer dark fantasy you're not gonna be into this yeah if you're a stickler for Greek mythology you're not gonna you're be you're not gonna this. like it if you're gonna just sit there this is everywhere pick the nits of like mm-hmm. everything and there's wrong. a lot of nits to be and, picked oh I mean there's like, we, a lot of nits we've already done it but I, I I haven't even picked as many nits as I can yeah exactly yeah and that's a level of show I do like though right I like shows where I can kind of yeah, some I like shows where I can kind of have some fun. Sometimes pick some nits, but overall just kind of have you know a, a fine time. Yeah, like and that's like how I feel about movies. Like mm-hmm. there's like a, I, of course there's like classic movies and then there's mm-hmm. garbage movies. But like my sweet spot, if I were to be honest, are the movies that <laughs> aren't quite perfect. Right. That you engage with, kind of like haha, that's not how that would be. Right. You know, like those kind of movies. Like I have a. A teasing affection for, mm-hmm. like Star Wars. Exactly. Star Wars movie. Oh God, we're mentioning them again. You know, you really need to back up. I need to, but but my point is, it's a good. It's a good example of it, though. It's like I can watch a Star Wars movie knowing that the acting isn't great, <laughs> oh, the writing, true. the writing isn't great. That's true too. The plots are kind of silly. Yeah, that's. But true. like, that's part of the fun of it. Like right. how cheesy it is. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. So it kind of. Fits. Unless you're reading the Bane trilogy. Well, unless you're that's reading. Not tr- that's not cheesy. <laughs> that's life. I take Bane trilogy seriously. <laughs> seriously. Do you want to hear what other people had to say about this show? Yes, of course. So, from IMDb, mm-hmm. our first review is entitled Terrible. Ah. And it is from English Bob Cook. Oh, well, what about American Bob Cook? What does he have to say? <laughs> Why is he English Bob Cook? Why is he English Bob? (laughs) Or Turkish Bob Cook. Turkish Bob Cook. (laughs) This guy lies right from the beginning and says, I'll waste as little words as it takes to give my review. Wow. I count many words. All you could have said is bad. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You said terrible. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Not wasting any words. Done. Um, I have read others posted. (laughs) That doesn't make sense. One actually says, give the program 15 minutes before you judge it. Unfortunately, I did. Whoa, this guy doesn't know how to have fun. Both <laughs> myself and my wife, which I question, I don't think. I don't think, think it, yeah. Re- reached <laughs> for the remote just after 15 minutes. No spoiler here. Yeah, okay, just so you know, I doubt his wife was reaching for the remote after 15 minutes, because that's when Jason was, like, full on nude. Full on nude. I don't think she was reaching. Maybe she was reaching at the positive. (laughs) I was like, no, I'm changing the channel. I hate this. I mean, he he looks good for a former (laughs) child actor. (laughs) No spoiler here, but when the scene where Pythagoras gives a camp wave of his hands with, really... Spoken like an 11-year-old girl drifted in. Enough was enough. Why do you have anything against an 11-year-old girl? I don't know. Girl? I don't know. Why do you make fun of girls? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with being a girl? What's wrong with Yo, being an 11-year-old girl? What's, what's wrong up? with being a girl? What's up, Turkish Bob Cook? Yeah. What's wrong with being an 11-year-old girl? Jeez. You got a problem with that? 11-year-old girl? Kick your ass, English Bob oh, Cook. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 I hate English Bob Cook. Oh, me too. I hate him so much. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I need to have 10 lines of text for my review. Oh, wait, wait oh, what? I have to? Oh, you have There's to. There's a mandatory. Nobody wants to read your 10 lines of review, <laughs> English Bob. So it's just about him like slamming 11 year old girls now. <laughs> <laughs> I should engage one of the script writers. Are there any eight year old literary students whoa, awake at whoa, this time? Whoa, whoa. Now he's making fun of eight year old kids. Yeah. Well, at least he, he went genderless there. 
about effing time. <laughs> English, bab. <laughs> you could do a better job, believe me, exclamation point, exclamation wow. point, exclamation point. Wow, this dude. Atlantis should be re-edited for CBBs. I don't know what that is. CBBs. What are CBBs? It's gotta be a British thing that English Bob would like know about. Know about. He would know what that is. Yeah, he would know about it. He seems like yeah. I have no. Oh yeah. Here you go, Bob Cook. I'm gonna read your review verbatim. Uh oh. I have no wasted more time than I thought, and there is a good possibility that this very honest opinion may never be published. Oh, get off it. Because the people get at off. are, are <laughs> stifling our free speech. Ugh. They're trying to make a hit out of this show <laughs> when 11-year-old girls need the work <laughs> scripting these shows. My this wife is in there blows. again. She's, just re- she's, she's in there right now just Ogling, ogling that 15 minute frame Jason's sweaty slaloming sex lines. That's not it. It is not 15 minutes. It's more like 15 seconds. She's been on repeat. <laughs> I think, I think yeah, English she Bob keeps Cook, going back 10 seconds. <laughs> English Bob Cooks is jealous. <laughs> like, like when it, when it showed his sex line, right. he was like, oh, this is terrible. And she was like, Yes. Yes, it's terrible. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Let me reach for the control. No, I got it, honey. Oh. oh. Oops, I hit rewind <laughs> for the past 10 seconds. Oh, no. And then she looks at him with spite. And she says, I was once an 11-year-old girl. <laughs> you know, every woman was once an 11-year-old girl. <laughs> exactly. Might not want to be insulting every single one of us. Now, this show did make fun of four-year-old girls, though. What yep. is that, that pissed me off. I'm like, come on. Out of nowhere, Mark Addy. Out on. of nowhere. I expect better from Mark Addy. Yeah, seriously. He should have said, I'm not saying this line. Because everybody's calling me fat in this you show, can... so I shouldn't be making fun of a four-year-old girl. Yeah, maybe I'm not the one who has yeah. to say this. Yeah. I'm Mark Addy. Yeah. <laughs> making fun of girls. And fat people. Yeah, smack the <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, from Venita? Venita? All right, Venita. 59.35.2. Excellent Greek myth parody. Oh, it's a parody, is it? I guess. Okay. You cannot judge a show by saying Hercules is a drunk and whatnot. What? Okay. I guess you can. Sure. I suppose okay. you can. No, you can't. Okay. It is a purely fictional... Is it? <laughs> and I thought it was real. ...and original depiction of ancient Greece with it is many quirks. <laughs> no, it's not ancient Greece. It's Atlantis. Yeah. 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 It's not... Yeah, Atlantis is Atlantis is not Greece. They it's not Greek at all. They are their own separate yeah, thing. Yeah, they are their own separate thing. Just because Plato used it once as, like, an allegory to, like, explain his, like, exactly. ideas. And he was just existed. really bitching about Sardinia anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Don't post negative reviews before you understand the meaning of the show. Hmm. Tell me, honey, what is the meaning? The meaning of the show is... Money, 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 money. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to do different things here. We thought Atlantis might be fun. The acting is... Excellent. Well, Sarah Parrish, yes. Yeah, remember that one scene? Sarah Parrish She, like, kicked ass in that one scene. Oh, my gosh, she's amazing. It was like everybody was, like, like a three, (laughs) and then she came up at, like, a nine and, like, smacked a person. (laughs) It's awesome. It was like, oh, God, wow. Kind of wakes you up a little bit. Remember, they're not competing for Oscars. No, they're not, because Mm -hmm. this is a TV show from Britain. They would be going for a BAFTA award. Yeah. They're simply trying to portray ancient legends as common men. Is is that it? Is that well? Then she should just watch Jason and the Argonauts from uh, the Homie production back in like oh one, I think. Yeah, it's three. Or was it ninety eight? Well, it might be four hours of your time, but yeah. 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 Well, this was from forever ago. Who who even knows? No one can remember that far back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This requires a more natural and non-operatic acting style, Hmm. which the which the actors seem to be well versed in. Okay. They seem to be well-versed at not, not acting. acting very well. <laughs> okay. Good for these non-actors acting. Love it. And remember, this is a positive review. <laughs> the landscape imagery mm-hmm. 
And set designs are phenomenal. And she was a set artist, wasn't she? <laughs> and extremely realistic. Well, if this was ancient Greece, there'd be a lot more colors on those walls. A lot more. They because were gaudy. They were tacky. <laughs> really tacky. It looked terrible. Oh, yes. This is part of the reason most people take the show as a serious one. And it is depictions as supposed to be true. I mean, every time she writes it's with a Yeah, with an apostrophe. Yeah. yeah, you should. <laughs> Which they immediately disagree with. Hmm. I, I conclude. I like a review that's like, in conclusion. <laughs> Thanks for this. I conclude by that you need to take the show on a lighter note and watch more than the first e- and watch more than the first episode to really feel it. Hmm. You feel me, dog? Oh, <laughs> oh was it, that was a twist. That was such a twist. I didn't see that coming. I made, a choice. I made a choice with my voice there, and I was wrong. But I think I'm going to live with that. Yeah, I think you should live I'm with that. I'm not an operatic yeah, actor. Was, uh, I'm a, you're a non-actor. <laughs> I'm well-versed. In non-acting. In non-acting. <laughs> I love it. So, I mean, we've already said, I say go to series. I, oh, yeah. I don't see any. This is benign. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's I'll not going it. to be popular ever, though. So if you if you want to make money on it, this is red yeah. light. Yeah, and if, it, if this yeah. is, like I said before, if this is like Greek mythology or something that's mm-hmm. like, something that sticks in your craw, like if yeah. things aren't right, then don't watch it. Yeah. You know, but if it's like... Like for me, it sticks in my craw. <laughs> I, it sticks in my craw, but in a pleasant way. <laughs> Ew. What is a craw? Dickhole? I don't okay. know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but... Yeah, I, I think if you if you can be mellow about it, just mm-hmm. watch it. it. You know, it's got a good-looking Jason kid in it. Yeah. It's got Mark Addy in it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's got to be romance. It's got Cutie Pythagoras, who, you know, has a weird cult. Yeah, he yeah. looks very British. He's got very that British, British bod. Very, very British. <laughs> very British. And very when you see him and you, when you see him and you hear me call it a British bod, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, that's it, yes. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. Indeed, yeah. That's yeah. It. Indeedy. That's it. Yeah, that's it right there. No, but he's adorable. He's adorbs. And all you British listeners, you're adorable too. You're adorable. This is not a criticism. Not at all. It's just an observation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so go to series. Why not? Give people something to do on Thursday night. I don't know. <laughs> sure. You know, whatever. Sure. It's only going to last. I think it lasted three seasons. It seems about right. Oh, three seasons? That's that's decent. I'd watch it. It probably got 10 episodes per season. There's probably 30 episodes in I don't know if I want to continue since the next episode's about Medusa. I I'm not watch, sure I'm into I that. I want to watch it just to see. I think that they will do right by her. I think there'll be justice for her. You think? I think it's going to mm. start off. It's going to start off. Here's my prediction, people. Okay. I'm oracling it. You're oracling it. Sticking, sticking a nickel, sticking a wooden nickel. <laughs> I think it's gonna start off with, oh my God, there's this danger, there's this Medusa thing okay. happening, and then he's gonna meet her, and then be like, oh, you've been misunderstood this whole time. The real evil person is Hera and Zeus. Jimmy Pythagoras. I don't think they're gonna bring Hera and Zeus into it. <sighs> Zeus is so evil, and I still haven't been smoked. You. you you. So I'm going to keep on saying <laughs> I don't like Zeus. I don't like rapists. How's that for a stand? <laughs> Boom. Bold stand. Bold stance. <laughs> no, but I, I think, um, I, I don't think they liked him really, though. I don't think, I think in like ancient times when you had these big uh, pantheons of gods, like Odin mm-hmm. and I think Zeus, I don't think they were very well loved. They were just respected as being the most powerful. Yeah. But you loved your Thors. Okay. Or you loved Loki. your... No, you didn't love Loki. Because no. Loki wanted to see you dead. Hmm. But um, you you loved... I'm trying to think of the equivalent of Thor in Greek mythology. Um, oh, 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 Apollo. Okay. You loved Apollo. Okay. But, like, you didn't love... Zeus, because he right. was the one who was gonna maybe make your life difficult. Okay. So, but you were you, but you still sacrificed him. You were like, you're the big guy, but the, but my guy is Apollo. Maybe not worship the asshole. Just saying. But he can hurt you. Yeah, only if you're worshiping him. So you okay? Want... Belief powers gods, right? right? That's. Facts. So yeah. It's so just stop believing. Exactly. So stop believing, and they're gone. Boom, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Wow, it's a very humanistic approach to life. I like sure. it. Sure, thank you. I like it. Thank you. 
Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or at our email address, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, and I would like to add to that, if you ever have a show that you want to Mm-hmm. us to do feel free to send that in to us mm-hmm. i'll keep sending in fairy tales if you got fairy tales yeah. i would love to hear more i mean uh the ones that camber sent in were great yeah gorgeous um but if you have more of those and if you have a favorite god from mythology or i'll, I'll expand that to demigod too like demigods yeah hero demigod god mm-hmm. if you have a favorite god who was your favorite god from greek mythology any mythology you want any mythology it'd have to be artemis Artemis, nice one. Thank you. Not a surprise, though. Not, oh, really? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. You know who mine was? Mm. Hermes. Yeah, Hermes, not a surprise. Mm. Not a surprise, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, had I said Hippolyta, you might have been like, whoa. whoa. What if I was like, I was like, Aries? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, you suck. <laughs> the worst. You're the worst. <laughs> Hades. Ah. I like to capture women and hold them down, feed them pomegranate seeds, and make the winter happen. <laughs> you guys are jumping through a lot of hoops for seasons. Poor Persephone. Poor Persephone. Persephone. Next week, we it's will It's actually be... a Persephone. Just saying. Sure. It is. It's That's fine. the proper it's pronunciation. Fine. It's fine. You... Oh, my God. This is the worst watching these shows <laughs> with you. <laughs> Next week, we, we kind of waffled back and forth of what we were going to do, but I think we have finally settled on... We're going to watch the Amazon original television show, Carnival Row, yes. as we proceed with uh, Fantasy Month. Yes, because I, I wanted some crime drama in there, too. You wanted some crime drama. Mm-hmm. I like Legolas. I like crime dramas. <laughs> yeah. It works. It works. It's like two great flavors that go two together. Two great flavors that go together. It's Peanut cinnamon butter and sugar. <laughs> but gherkin pickles, if you use any Peanut butter and pickles is disgusting. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know about. why no one will... Follow me on here. Nobody's following you on that. Okay, okay. One more thing. One more thing for our listeners to do. I know Cambert's going to do this because he is a doer. (laughs) He is a team player. (laughs) I want you to get some bread, get some peanut butter, preferably smooth, not chunky, because I think chunky might give it a weird texture. Get sweet gherkin pickles. Cut the pickles up. Mm -hmm. Put the pickles on the peanut butter. Make it a sandwich, and you will love it. Gross. Gross. You won't. You won't love it. I didn't. You didn't? I try everything, and that was gross. Oh. You're really going to be disappointed with your birthday lunch. <laughs> <laughs> it's <the> peanut butter pickles. <laughs> anyway, everybody have a great week. You're doing good, and we'll see you next week with Carnival Road. Bye. Mm-hmm.